Hello, it's Chai. This is for sure. Get okay, so excited. My for sure is that um, there is a pressure or expectation um, of accountability for those who are the first in their family um, to either graduate college or to become successful um, to take care of those that are in their family or those that have come before them. There's a pressure that comes with that. Um, and then some, just some information that I came across. Um, and of course, I'm just kind of gearing this towards like the African-American culture because we're black, but this is for all minorities. This is for Latinos, this is for Asian-Americans, this is for um, everyone. Plug them. It says that, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking at, um, ah, ah, stop. That laugh was so straight. Like what? Like, she said, <laughs> <laughs> I was up with her today. Is this me? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, my for sure about uh, hustle culture is that there is a pressure or an expectation of those who are the first in their family um, to succeed and then to pay for and take care of people that have come before them. Um, so I think that there's a little bit of an accountability or a pressure of accountability that comes with having to hustle and making sure that you hustle in order to make a certain amount or in order to just make money at all in order to help those who come before you, like your parents or your grandparents that were unable to. Um, so just some quick facts that I'm reading from the Post-Secondary National Policy Institute about um, first-generation students in higher education is that um, minority students were more likely than white students to be first-generation students. It's 42% of black students and 48% of Hispanic students were first, or Latino students, were first-generation students compared to 28% of white students. Um, among students considered independent for financial aid purposes, 60% of first-generation students had dependents compared to 45% of students whose parents had at least a bachelor's degree. So obviously there's a huge gap there. A lot of first-generation students obviously hold this weight. And again, I don't want to say hold this weight because you are your own person, but they love these people who are their parents and who are their family members, and they hold this weight of, okay, I need to accomplish this because when I do, I'll be able to pay it forward, kind of. Um, also, one last fact that I saw is that... Pay it back. Pay it back, I'm sorry. One last fact that I saw is that um, first-generation students had a lower median household income and more unmet financial need compared to students whose parents attended college. Uh, so obviously you're coming from less money, which is pretty obvious. Um, but because you're in college and you realize that there is a need, there's almost like a pressure. I feel like there is a pressure and expectation from your family members that's put on you um, that and you need to provide, you need to hustle in order to make money to help um, meet people's needs. So that's my for sure. I mean, you're the first, you're the oldest, so I guess you could tell us about your experiences with that. Right. Well, I think no it just depends on the situation. Again, it depends on the situation you come from. As you read those statistics, obviously, <laughs> black and Latino people are disproportionately affected by things like this. I think when you're looking at the working world, I had the privilege of not having to worry about having to pay. I mean, there were things that you guys reached out to me about if you had some financial troubles and if I could help and if I was available. And I was more than willing to help. True, he did. I, I can vouch it's for true. that. It's true. China yeah, has hit I, me. I have hit him multiple times. I can vouch for it, too. <laughs> I guess Chelsea's the only one. I don't think I have, actually. Okay, not, you're not for sure. I understand. Ooh. But. <laughs> I mean, 
that but would be your choice. I, right? I do think the responsibility is heavy and the burden is heavy. But I don't think it's it's a bad thing because I think that happens at different levels. I I understand that when I'm older, I'm going to have to support my family. Um, and I know that my responsibility also lies to support those who are closest to me. Maybe that's friends. Maybe that's y'all. And if, I, if it happens to be that I'm the first one out and that, you know, and that goes there, like I don't have any problem doing it. I think it comes with a price as well. You have to be very responsible with who you're lending money to. Um, if you're doing it out the kindness of your heart and you're hustling um, so that you can, you know, just bless people, then fine. But if you're hustling so you can bless a person multiple times who's telling you that they're going to pay you back and then nothing comes from that and you're losing out on a lot of money and potential, you know, earnings or savings, then it becomes problematic. So I think people just have to be really careful when they're when they're checking um, other folks or when they're giving to other people because at the end of the day it's not worth it. Right. And so again, I just want to make clear that this is not obviously just for college students. It's for anyone who can become successful in their craft. Uh, but I like what you said, but I feel like there could be, and again, you're saying when you get older, you'll be able to take care of your family members and you, you want to be able to do that. But I think that especially for people who are first generation, there comes a sense of pressure. There can be in certain situations pressure that I need to perform, I need to achieve this in order to help my family members who are older than me, like to help parents, to help grandparents. I feel like there's a pressure put upon them. I think you should. I think that's something that you should do. Yeah, I think think Chelsea is probably bringing up bring up a point where because i agree with china i think it's something that you should do but it's not that you but, but that's our that's also that's also our opinion and like, i think she's saying that she's saying that it's something that they have to do yeah. it right um and, and i do think people are placed under a great deal of pressure i can especially think you know for immigrant parents that are coming into the country or anywhere in the world and people who are literally making a better life for their child so that eventually their child could then um, support them or in a lot of cases just so that their child can have a different perspective mm-hmm. and outlook right. and viewpoint of the world right. and that's there's a lot of wealth in that too so even those who are hustling just to and grinding just so that they can get a great education that leads to another degree that leads to another degree maybe you're going to be a professional student for the rest of your life but um, you've been afforded that uh, opportunity to support your parents in a different way and maybe even represent the family name maybe it's a legacy thing you know we talk about that all the time and at Yale how students get in at a higher at a higher um percentage because they have family members or parents who went to the university but it, it works the same in the real world it's you're carrying on the legacy of the we're carrying on the legacy of the charades so wherever i go i know that whatever i did not only carries my name but i'm also carrying my family's name and so my hustle and my grind also supports us financially but can also support us um, I guess rep- reputationally speaking, it does. I got out. Let me say, I got out of, of a lot of things in high school because of my last name from all three of you. So I mean, there is something to be said though about hustling, not for a monetary reason, but for a reputationary and, yeah, legacy and le- legacy reason. Like I think that's something to be said um, because also in I guess we can say in more white communities, someone will hustle and they'll start their own business and then they can go and give jobs to their families that are, like mm-hmm. the young children that are coming up like you're the ceo of this business okay well then obviously i'm gonna hire my brother's nephew's son sure. so that he can then get a job and he can hustle and he can come up so i think that there's something to be said about 
giving back. Mm -hmm. And if that's something that you have grown up doing, then it'll be easier for you to want Mm -hmm. to do that. And, And I think that nepotism gets looked down upon much more so in the black community. But that's something that's been happening in white America forever. and the world forever. For, and will be so, forever. So, you know, like China said, with the passing down of jobs, when, you know, when people look at certain athletes, they'll say, he's out here, but he also has his posse with him or his crew of 20 <laughs> like people. Similar to LeBron. I don't think LeBron rolls around with all those people. But I'm not saying, but he's given, he gave jobs. He's given jobs. That's a different, it's, it's different. But I'm I saying, plan on employing everyone. I'm saying even to the, to the people like Allen Iverson, who ended up losing a lot of money because he was supporting so many people and eventually ended up with with serious financial problems. But there's nothing wrong with that as long as you can sustain the lifestyle. And I, I think he felt the pressure. He succeeded. He grinded and he got what he wanted. Was that fair to him that the pressure had to be placed on him and that everyone's putting their chips in on him? No. And that's my point is that I feel like there is a pressure. I think my for sure yeah, is there that is a, there, there is, is a pressure a, and an expectation for I think the person n- who is either first-generation um, successor, first-generation college graduate. There's a pressure for you to succeed in order to help those who've come before you. Yeah, I think there's no question that there's a pressure. Yeah. But it honestly just... the back to how you process that. How you, pro- how you process the pressure, what the pressure makes you into, who the support system with it that you have is when you're going through the pressure or like lack thereof, that all determines the outcomes. Do you have something to say, Chilla? Anything to add? No. <laughs> I mean, you guys really covered everything I was going to say. I don't know if it's necessarily like the first firstborn to like get the job. Well, get, I don't think it's firstborn. I feel like it's just the first person sometimes to get it. It's to a get person it, that everyone's yeah. gonna like cling on to. Yeah, but right. I feel like that's really, really what it is. Um, but I think honestly, I don't see from my experience living in Namibia. I feel like the black tax there is very like firstborn is a person to get it whether it be male or female if it's, if it's, if it's a male then it's like exceptionally difficult right. to kind of live up to those expectations of wanting to provide and have a job and i think in namibia i saw much more of a hustle culture there that was less about like delayed gratification and more about getting it like immediately mm. um and it comes in different forms but i think there especially it was a very like first the, the oldest kid has to like take care of everyone down to like the cousins and the baby's cousins and the aunts and right. like that was really interesting for me to see from a personal experience um but i think here in america often there's different levels of it and i think it's really it's the first based. person to get it I, I keep thinking about this movie i don't know the, the name of the movie but it was like a black movie it was a basketball player and then he got all this money because he went to the nba they moved him out of the hood to like a new house and he was trying to keep his like hood ghetto family away from like the house and then um, he had like a barbecue or something, oh, and everyone I know. came. And it made me think about was it this. a low budget black film. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, y'all, but it's a low budget. Was black it a Tyler film. Perry? It was like lottery ticket. Do you remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, uh, like, I remember. Uh, I, it's a, when he won the lottery, and it was like, this, "Give me your money." This, this guy was like, he was the. He was so. What's funny about this movie is that he had a brother who was like a doctor, hmm. and like no one was depending on the doctor to really like put down mm. the funds. But People this, always want. Oh, they but want this, this NBA player, everyone right. was like, "I they want the want money, the take care of everyone." He brought his aunties, his uncles, that's he brought in, like point. all this hood food, and it was mm. just such an interesting movie. Because I'm like, you know what? That's really real. And oftentimes, if that's a situation where you have two successful sons, it depends on what field they're in. You want to like get a little bit of the clout or whatever, or just about being kind of being the first born to get it or the first one to do sure. it for your entire extended family. Sure. So right. there are a lot of dimensions to it. Um, we should go around and say if we agree with everyone's for sure. sure. Okay. 
All right. So Brandon, so my, my, I'll do my for sure. My for sure was that the hustle culture is negatively impacting our health and our self-care. And if we don't fix it, it could be detrimental. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm not 100% for sure because, I, I, again, as I said, I think it depends on your outlook on the work itself. Sure. Right. China, what was your for sure? Mine for sure was that a hustle culture can breed a lack of self-worth and uh, insecurity. For sure. For sure. For sure. Chell? My Sorry. for sure Shelly. was that. <laughs> <laughs> My for sure was that there is a pressure or expectation for the first in the family to succeed in order to help um, provide for those that have come before them. Mine's a for sure and not so sure. I'm definitely right. in the middle. I'm, I'm also in the middle. There's definitely dimensions. I'm, yeah, I'm not for sure. But again, I think that that's based on what your, I guess, again, end goals are. I think that's for me. It's the ends. That's, what, that's what's making the difference in my, in my uh, two not, uh, not sure. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you guys no, enjoyed. Oh, and then oh. my. Oh. Just they just forget about, about me. It's like I'm along. I mean, it's like I'm the, easy to. the outcast. <laughs> I don't know. The prodigal son. I'm coming back. Tell us, oh, B. Tell us, B. Tell us, B. Tell us, B. So my for sure was that the hustle culture is proliferated by those who are at the top, mm, thus creating unrealistic expectations for those who are at the bottom. I, trying to make it. I actually am for sure about that. I really believe that this idea of like thinking you can do it because other people do it again goes back to how you seek your own self-worth goes back to how you take care of yourself mm-hmm. oftentimes you get lost in the sauce so i i think i'm for sure on that one surprisingly i mean no surprise we agree but <laughs> it is a surprise for some they're running mates <laughs> if you guys sit how about you child? what do you think for, for sure. sure chai for sure all right, well, that's good. We kind of agreed on, like, most of these for sure. Yeah, I'm proud of us. That one, uh, yeah. Facts are facts. I want to just maybe leave <laughs> and end this conversation sure. on, on this, this little charge that I see in this article. It kind of wraps what we talked about today. So you can snap at the end of it if you think it's good. You oh, okay. Make, make no comment. Is this Dr. Seuss? <laughs> Not Dr. Seuss. It's just like an ending thing to think about. They can. So it says, whether you're pursuing a career with a company or you're an entrepreneur, it's irrelevant. We hustle too much and it's killing our focus and productivity. Mm. We are not like the machines we've built. And evolution is going to take a while to catch up to our biological bodies with the hyper-connected, lightning speed, automated digital environment that we've created. At the end of the day, we are human, which means we need to eat, pee, sleep, connect, and find fulfillment and meaning in our lives. We can't do that if we are filling every single pocket of time with the task so we can build our empire faster. Mm. Take your time. Take care of yourself. And whenever you find yourself rushing through life, take a step back and ask, why the rush? What am I actually working towards? Mm. Don't lose sight of why you're pouring your life force into your work in the first place. So as long as you hold your vision close to your heart, your hard work will always produce instead of distract. Mm. Mm. Ooh, I hate to say this is not the end, but we have to talk about this. (laughs) What? Hustle culture in the age of coronavirus. That's opening up a can of worms. Like, it's a quick. A well, it'll be a quick thing. can. It'll be a quick can. I will say that with the hustle culture now, with the virus, which we did mention briefly before, we did. Um, briefly. But we're going back into it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it has uh, relegated us to like literally augment our entire worlds. So what's going to happen to the people who literally can't hustle anymore? Are they going to go crazy? They're definitely losing their minds. Yeah. Are they losing their money? I think people are really struggling with the idea that they can't go to work. 
because all they know is work. And if your identity is all only exactly. that, exactly. If your identity is wrapped up in one thing, as soon as that one thing goes away, who are you? Rapsky. I also think that the coronavirus coronavirus has reignited the sense of you have to be doing something all the time. Facts, and I I'm struggling with that. And it's, Lord I think it's really important yeah, I think it's for ridiculous. people who yeah, and I think it's really important for people to understand that even though you're not necessarily on the go physically, you don't have to be on the go mentally. That mm-hmm. you can be able to process what's actually happening. And people are dealing with, you know, mental health and stress issues just because of the uncertainty and the unknown of this situation. That it's okay for you not to be posting on your blog every single day. It's okay right. for you not to be posting videos and going live every single right. day. It's alive, be wilding, yo. It's okay it's for you not to be, like I said in the beginning Everybody of this podcast, keeping up with the Joneses. And oh I think God. that with the coronavirus <laughs> it's alive. and it's alive. Uh, um, the sense of hustle culture, it's the fact that people are trying to keep up. And it's okay for you not to be keeping up at this moment. It's okay to do self-care and take care of yourself, especially in this time. So, yeah. One thing that I will say really quickly as like a little wrap-up thing is that uh, going along with what Chayla's for sure was is that we should hustle just as much for our mental health as we do for our jobs and Big for facts. our work. Like for there sure. should be a sense like my men- my mental is not good right now so i need to hustle to get right. it right to make sure to get it right mm-hmm. which which comes with like getting out of a maybe a bad job or mm-hmm. right which might mean stop the, like stop the work hustle stop the work hustle yeah. like i feel like i've been able to be the most productive like i was applying to law school while i was working at like a phenomenal company with like a phenomenal boss like my favorite boss i've ever had in my life who was just like you know what there's nothing to do today like go work on your law school stuff and i'll just put you like i'll approve your hours for the whole day wow, you know like, so, but, but i think it really depends on the field you're in like mm. some people just really aren't happy with it with what they do and i'm like wait for the bread you went to all that school all or, or from, you went through all that bread, stress though. all that anxiety I think that's where the pressure comes in too though to do something but also it's like you may only be qualified for certain things so mm. i think putting your mental health is really important when it comes to hustle culture and putting it first i really think because you can't again if your body shuts down, what can you do? Right. Can a paralyze by happiness though? It's money by happiness. Does it? It might. It might. It might. I don't have enough it to know. Might. I don't have enough to know. But, <laughs> but it might. That's good. That's good. <laughs> are, are we fully de- and are we fully dependent on just our talents to get us somewhere? Are we fully dependent on our bodies to mm. be well enough to get us somewhere? I, and, and, oof. and but then don't they say when talent meets hustle? What is the thing? I think, I think it's when hard work meets talent. Hard work meets talent. Or talent. Hard work meets talent. It's and success like, is when hard work and preparation. Right, right. right. You can't just but have say, like, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. There it is. And just to yeah. add to your point, Shayla, like, I think that the coronavirus <laughs> has um, shown that you don't need to be on the go, 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 go in order to get work done. I think it's also showing certain employers that these people don't need to be sitting at their office desks for eight straight hours. They can still be productive in maybe five or six. Go take a walk. Go take a day off if you need to. People are so stressed about not being kids. able to take time off. Yeah, go see your kids. Go hang out with your family members. Kids, People get so kids. stressed about losing money because they have to take time off to help themselves. It's okay to do that. And I hope that this situation is showing employers and bosses that it's okay if your employee goes and takes a walk every day mm. for 30 minutes. Right. It's okay if they go on a lunch break that some of us in some industries don't get. It's okay yes. if they go Everyone on a vacation. Everyone should be vacations, I think. It's okay. So Ooh, I'm, hoping that, I'm hoping that the situation really opens <laughs> yes. some eyes in that area. So I, I think this comes down to, like, should our society be restructured in how we view the workplace, how we view qualifications for jobs, how we view paying people, how we view 
different yeah. tiers of work. Mm. Great. How we, we don't view know. Every, how we view the workforce in general. Right. The I all think, we, yes. Yes. I but all we do For know sure. is that hustle culture is almost like a pandemic within itself. It has mm. spread throughout mm. our globe. It's, it, it, it has changed the way that we view work. It's contagious. And it's something we all should ponder about when we're in our own fields and we're waking up every single day. Is it worth it? Am I getting closer to my goals? And yep. if not, reconsider is, is it, it worth it let, let me work right right it's for yeah, sure, right. sure, 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 sure. so many topics, topics we didn't even discuss but look forward to our next episode we're gonna dive into yes, cult- cultural appropriation yeah. which is a great Oof. great segue from you know talking about hustle culture and different communities and hope you guys enjoyed our episode if y'all didn't know Chela has a dashiki on with the rap power i don't have a dashiki she has some african earrings on literally earrings <laughs> of the continent of africa it's okay i, I represent <laughs> all my people in we're not we're not I, going I to, to stick around y'all <laughs> but bye y'all thank bye. you bye. Bye.